I know that some people need to abstain from the caffeine because it has adverse effects on them. Mm -hmm. But think about what else you're doing to your body, people. Think about the other nutrients you may lack. God never intended for you to live by caffeine alone. You're not supposed to have five or six cups of coffee and ramen noodles every day and be okay. I'm not saying that there are no health risks to coffee, Mm -hmm. but there are health risks presented with any sort of imbalance. Welcome to Top Brew, the show that is best served fresh. This is episode 71. Hi, I'm Joe Darnell. You remember me. And with me is our coffee roaster, Mr. Eric Rauch. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. How are you, sir? I am doing great, I believe. I'm going to set my phone to do not disturb like a professional. Yes, professional. then I'm going to talk about this here coffee mug. My phone is always on do not disturb, so I don't ever have to... Really? Well... It's always on silent. It's on silent and do not disturb, yeah. just to foolproof your day. Yeah. You're it, way more productive. It vibrates, but it, does, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any noise. So, oh, okay. Um, you know, I, I do the vibrating thing, but every now and then I do want to hear what the latest jingles are in Facebook for torture, self-loathing. Oh, yeah, I don't. You um, just uh, flip the switch and you can hear how obnoxious the social networks are getting. Oh, yeah. No. The thing that I don't particularly like about and this has nothing to do with coffee, but... I'm sure we'll get there. We'll yeah. find a segue. Yeah, we will. Help us out, people. Listeners, pay attention. When, I'm, when I have my phone in my pocket, I'd say probably 75% of the time, I don't, I don't feel it. You don't even feel the vibration? No. Is it a thick case? It kind of is. It's, it's, uh, I mean, it's not quite... It could an, be the case. It's almost like when it's the in your pocket, thing? and sometimes when you're sitting down, it falls away from your... So yeah. it's like leaning against your pocket. The pant but not leg against, goes one way yeah. and your hip is the other way. Yeah, so I miss, you know, my wife says, why don't you ever answer your phone? Or, then it's not the case because I found the same thing yesterday when I was on a film crew job on location. I had some phone calls during the day and it was set to vibrate and I didn't feel it. I, I like, I, I just noticed the ever slightest tremor through my pants and I knew that the phone was vibrating. Yeah, I even set up a, a, a custom... Uh, I guess a custom buzz tone. But then you get the false positives now. You get the vibrating effects. I don't that... get those. I did. I did years ago. I used to get those all the time. Now, now I, I, I guess now I'm just now I'm just numbed all the radiation. It's terrible um, because it feels like a real vibration, and I'm like, it does. What just happened? Yeah. I reach in and there's no call. There's Nothing. no notification. And the same thing now happens to my wrist with the Apple Watch. Oh, creepy man. Yeah. So, uh, what's annoying is that the Apple Watch. Uh, one of the features is it's supposed to feel like it's tapping you. Like, like imagine someone's index finger just tapping you in on the wrist, like, "Hey, tap, tap." So hey. next year when they come out with the with the Apple ankle bracelet, you have you have false positives on your ankle, and you know, like your whole body would just be one twitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you thought that the coffee made you twitch. Yeah, yeah. You had a lot of coffee today, Joe. No, it's all my Apple device. A false positive of caffeine. <laughs> so I got a new coffee mug. What I got here is um, something from uh, one of my favorite comedians. We were at the same show the other day. We were. And uh, what we have here is a coffee mug for Tim Hawkins. So, Tim, if you're listening to this, we love you. Of course he's listening to this. Yeah, and we're now drinking out of his mug. So it's, it's great. Well, not his mug, but the mug that has his name on it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he had something to do with it. On the one side, it has his logo, which reminds me of the Thunderbird logo. It's as cool. <laughs> You're so, it's, it's the Van Halen logo. What? It's the Are Van Halen. Yes. Oh. Thunderbirds. You crack me up sometimes, Joe. Well, that's my only point of reference. Look at, look at, look at, Van yeah, look at, Halen. look at the Van, I mean, you know who Van Halen is, right? 
I'm typing it in. Van <laughs> Helen. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, here's his picture. He's a, he's a concert artist. Yeah, right. yeah, he's a musician. There, but it's not just that. It, Van Halen is the last name of Eddie Van Halen and Alex Van Halen. They were brothers, and they had a band in the '70s. They started a band. The singer was David Lee Roth, but Van Halen was the name of the band, and they they've they've always had their logo was like those flying yeah VH. It does. Yeah, so I see now. That's where the I don't know that I've ever seen this. I know I know who Van Halen is, but I've never seen his logo. Yeah, that's a that's there's a great stop saying his. It's it's a band. It's not it's not his logo. It's, really? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's the, 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 I mean, it's two brothers called Van Halen, but Van Halen is the band. It's not it's not it's not like like it's it's just a single person. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like I always just assumed it was a guy, like Led Zeppelin. <laughs> All right, yeah, we we gotta talk. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I know that I know what Zeppelins are. They're that's not a band at all. Yeah. Okay, so on the other side of the mug, it, it's, it has one of Tim Hawkins' bits. He, he said this in one of the DVDs, I think. I heard him say it live, too. It had to do with a, a running gag about coffee at Starbucks, and it says, Grand soy cinnamon, no foam, half-calf, half-sweet, extra shot, extra hot, three-pump, vanilla, upside-down, caramel macchiato, double-sleeve, no cup. And that is to quote Tim Hawkins from his comedy routine. I love it. It's got yeah. the double sleeve no cup double in the sleeve, Starbucks no screen. Yeah. It's a, yeah, uh, the n- double sleeve no cup. Did you catch that? <laughs> I like it. And the handle is big enough that I can fit my fat fingers in Yeah, it. it's a nice mug. Yeah, for 10 bucks. So go to the Tim Hawkins, you know, comedy routine in Vela Rica, Georgia, and get your coffee. That's mug. right. Yeah. Now, no, you got something different too this week. Yeah, I, I have a mug with no writing on it whatsoever. So... What does this mug remind you of? It's a white coffee mug. I don't know. All right. So I picked this up at the local Publix. Okay. Now, there's no markings on it. It's all white, like you said. It's a boring coffee mug like you might expect to find in a bed and breakfast. Not like a diner mug, but a a little bit larger. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's thin. It's not not like it's it's a real... You know, thick, heavy-duty mug, so it, it feels a little bit more elegant than than just a like a utilitarian mug. Yeah, so it's narrow at the base, and then it blooms up to the top where it's the regular dimensions. It's a it's a little latte cup. It's it's like a small yeah small version of a latte cup. It, you could say it would probably hold about uh, based on eight, what of what eight, I've done ten ounces. Yeah. yeah, because when I use it to fill uh, from my Aeropress coffee, it fills it up. It's okay. just it. it like a regular coffee mug, like you would expect to find in a Tim Hawkins coffee mug, this will hold 11 ounces just fine. Okay. The, the mug you're using will not. Okay. It'll overflow just a tad. All right. Well, the reason I got it was because it is the exact shape of the coffee mug on the Top Brew logo and the cover art. Ah. Look at that thing. Look at the thing. It's exactly the same shape. Top Brew has a logo? Cover art. You know, this is a show. And we have cover art. Are we being recorded right now? Van Halen. <laughs> I'll have to look at the top brew logo again. The red cup with the dark black, dark, no, not dark black, but more like dark gray handle. It's the exact same dimensions. So I wanted to see what that l- mug would feel like come to life. Hmm. Because one of these days I'm actually going to get some that are red with black handles. And I'm going to offer them to the listeners. Oh, nice. One of these days. It's on the list. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, it's a... It's a 
It's a it's, dang nice mug. It's a little small for my fingers, but it, it is a fine mug. Yeah. All right. So enough about our mugs. Yes. I want to talk about a few other things. Uh, first of all, there was this story about um, if coffee makes you jittery, there's a green alternative. And we got this from the newspaper, old school. Yeah, what's a newspaper? The AJC. Do they have anything to do with a rock band? You need to, you need to probably tell people what the AJC is. Uh, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. And it's uh, the big paper here in the state. Um, this was written by Sheila Love for the Washington Post and reprinted in the AJC. So uh, if coffee makes you jittery, there's a green alternative. And it's a story about matcha tea. I thought it was going to be about coffee. And the person who gave me the article thought it was about coffee. They're like, hey, it's, it's about coffee. You might want to read this. And did, did they not read it? No. Okay. People don't read the newspaper, Eric. <laughs> and it was interesting. It was all about tea. So you, as it turned out, though, you actually knew more about this tea with first hand experience. Yeah, I've actually had matcha. Yeah. So matcha is a green tea powdered packed with antioxidants. Yeah. It has less caffeine than coffee, but more than regular tea. A lot more. With matcha, you're essentially you're drinking the whole tea leaf. It's finely ground green tea and it's a it's a very particular high grade type of green tea and they turn it into this It really looks like powdered sugar. It's like flour, really fine powder and it's green. Isn't espresso about that fine? No. Not even this fine. Mm-mm. It's more fine. No. Okay. Um, because it it basically liquefies when you when you put it into if you put it into into hot water it just it it just kind of it kind of dissipates. It kind of disappears. In a regular cup of tea, tea leaves are just steeped in water. But when you drink matcha, you're, you're, you're eating the whole thing. You actually consume the whole, the whole leaf. It says, yeah. it says right here, and the nutrients it contains. Drinking the whole leaf provides the antioxidants and health benefits, as the person that was interviewed for the article. Yeah, it supposedly has 10 times the antioxidants that, that you would get from a normal cup of green tea, not just tea in general, but from green tea. Higher levels than superfoods such as acai berries and goji berries, goji berries, mm-hmm. and it has L-theanine as an amino acid, and studies have shown it provides a stress relief. It produces a calm feeling in our body. So that balancing act with the caffeine gives you an energy high that is slower. It feels like you rise in energy much slower, and it doesn't overwhelm you the way that the jitters might with a caffeine jolt without the L-theanine. Yeah, it's a, it's a good, um, it's really L-theanine. good. I mean, it's, it's really healthy. I've tried it and I did. I did like it. It it does. Um, yeah, it does have, it does have a, a a jolt to it. But it was something that that when I when I drank it, that I thought this would be something really great to do, or something great to drink when you're reading. Because you so, know how sometimes when you read, you get fatigued. Um, but because you because you, you kind of lose focus. Um, but this is is something that, that that allows you to stay focused. But then it also it also uh, makes you alert. So it's. I mean, it's it's expensive though. It's not it's not a it's not a cheap habit. So it's an expensive. It? Yeah, it's, it's expensive. well because because it's considered to be a healthy beverage. It's well, that, it's like a, it's, it's practically it's a supplement. Trendy. I think it's um, and because it is a coffee alternative, it's like the most and it's rare. It's narrow, it's hard to get unusual, rare, custom made, tailored product imaginable. Yeah. Tune back in in five years. You can probably get it for you know pennies on the dollar for what you're paying for it today. But if it wasn't so expensive, I'd probably drink it more often. But but we would recommend it to the people who have a hard time with caffeine intake. Mm-hmm. One of our friends recently stopped the caffeine beverage routine altogether. Hmm. 
my whole essence wept. <laughs> Michael, he's off of the coffee. I think he may be drinking this. Oh, okay. I've read it on Facebook, so it must be true. Of and course. he was saying yeah. how he had to get off of coffee, and this made me so sad. Off the coffee, on the matcha. He, well, he was on something because... He's always on And something. he was saying, my wife made me this. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but he, he said, my wife made me this this morning. And I was like, no, what, no coffee? And he's like, yeah, my body can't handle coffee anymore. Hmm. And, you know, he's just, you know, talking about the same old things that everybody says. Yeah. The jitters and what have you. And you got to remember that the way that the coffee is going to affect you will be a balancing act with everything else that you're consuming, how much rest you got, and how physically active you are. Yeah. Like we've often talked about. So I don't know. I mean, I know that some people need to abstain from the caffeine because it has adverse effects on them. Mm -hmm. But think about what else you're doing to your body, people. Think about what else you're consuming. Think about the other nutrients you may lack. And the caffeine is not an altogether... It was never... God never intended for you to live by caffeine alone. I'll I'll say that. You're not supposed to have five or six cups of coffee and ramen noodles every day and be okay. So I'm not saying that... Uh, there are no health risks to coffee, mm-hmm. but there are, there are health risks presented with any sort of imbalance. So you just have too much water at a single time, you drown. And if you have too much coffee and you don't have a balance of other kinds of nutrients, sure, with time, it's it's going to you know corrode your teeth and cause other problems. Yeah. And I, I'm all in favor of trying matcha just as a an experiment, if you will. Yeah. Because that's what we're doing here. We're interested in trying new things. Right. Also, in the the outline for the show, we had a, another beverage to talk about. Hey, on a coffee podcast, imagine that. <laughs> it's uh, it's called Coffeeist. Have you heard anything about this, Eric? Coffeeist? 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 No, no. It's um, one of the most disappointing things I've ever heard of. <laughs> Let me try... You're supposed to save that for the end, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. Spoiler alert! Yeah, you're familiar with Soylent. I mean, has anything to do with Soylent Green? <sighs> well, okay, so Soylent, it might, it might. Does it have to do with Van Halen? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I mean, it has to do with pop culture. You know, at the end of, um, in fact, I think the movie, the movie's called Soylent Green. Are you kidding me? No, and and it, it's this this. This factory where they where they where they pump out the soil and green, and that's what people are eating. And then, in you get to the end, I think um, um, it's not Richard Burton. Who's the who's the guy that Charlton Heston? Um, Charlton Heston, soil and green is people. So they're they're making they're they're making soil and green from from people. Um, I had no idea that there was that connection. Okay, so and, and there might that might not not be a connection, but that's when I hear the word soylent, that's that's what I think of. Well, that's what I think of now, and it makes <laughs> yeah. it makes perfect sense because soylent was a product made by some guys that wanted something like a fundraising Kickstarter campaign to create a product and get it jump started and get their business oh, off the yeah, ground. That was that was like some some like Wonder Bar or something, right? Well, it's a beverage. It's a smoothie thing. So the, these guys were saying, hey. Food. It takes a long time to prepare. We don't have time for that. That's right. Yeah, okay. We, we want to get to work and we want to live our lives. Yeah. We want to have active social lives. And if you are trying to play a balancing act in life where you put in eight plus hours of work a day Almost and kind of claiming the same thing that matcha is here, like like, like super antioxidant and, and full of all these nutrients and sure. power packed. And, Part of and your balanced body. And, yeah. Well, the Soylent idea was... Can't we just have a food alternative that requires no preparation time 
that is a full meal replacement. Okay, no, no refrigeration, right? It was yeah, just super practical, yeah. utilitarian. Okay, the whole nine yards. A, it's a, bra- a like a khaki colored smoothie thing that has some kind of flavor to it. So you've had it? No, but oh. I, I've done a lot of digging okay. because I've come this close to actually using this stuff. Okay, I'll explain why. In and of itself, it's not an appetizing sort of idea. It's not the kind of thing you would eat because it's pleasant. And yeah, by no means does it come close to the the appreciation I have for fine handmade goods, you know, mm-hmm. tasty beverages and good food. I enjoy a well-made meal. Okay. This is the opposite. This is like I, I want this because the the time it takes to prepare the food is getting in the way of the of life. Right, right. So for the meal replacement, it averages something like three dollars per serving, and you can get enough soylent to you know replace all the sa- ham sandwiches you make in a week, you know, for lunch, and you have soylent, and you save some time. You save some time every week if you drink soylent instead of eating that meal. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that this really does help people because. Hey, a lot of people are eating unhealthily in the first place, right. and this would be an improvement to their diet. A lot of young people, a lot of people, uh, you know, who are like college students, they don't have time to, you know, or the resources to make good meals. Right. So how about drinking some soylent instead? So you either get it or you don't. And I'm not interested in trying it because it is desirable. It's not. It's not about appetizing. It's just a curiosity. It's a curiosity. And hey, if it actually is a meal replacement, I'm not saying it would be incorporated as a regular part of my meal schedule. Right. But if it actually was beneficial while I was working on something really time intensive. It'd be great to have around. It'd be great to have it around because I just don't want to stop and eat lunch today. Yeah. And it would save me some money. And on average, you know, running out to the the fast food place to get something for $6, yeah. that's twice as much as a bottle of this stuff. Right. So there's this new product, and it's called Coffeeist. I think that's how it's pronounced. And if I'm butchering it, it's their fault because they spelled it weird. Coffeeist. Coffee-faced. Coffeeist. Like you are the – he's coffee-er, but she's the most coffee-est. Sure. Coffeeist. So Coffeeist, Soylent's know. new coffee shake is surprisingly almost good, <laughs> according to the headline by Matthew Buchanan, and it's on Eater.com. The idea here is that you got your Soylent, and it's that meal substitute. It's yeah. your Soylent green. <laughs> and if you want the coffee version of it, the coffee flavor... Okay, I'm sorry. I, I'm getting distracted. Eric just had an experience with this coffee mug that he's using today that I have had dozens of times. A rather negative one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because we brought up the mug, I have to return to it. That mug, when the temperature hits about body temperature and you're taking a swig, you don't know that you're about to drool the coffee around the mug. I think it's just the way that I, I shot. <laughs> Did you? It's the, it like the, sloshed the last you? sip. You know, you, you, it sloshed out? You think, you, you think you've got it all under control when you throw it in your mouth and it's just a little <laughs> off? I, I, I drip coffee down my face with that mug Do far you really? more than the others. I don't know why. Oh, well, maybe that's a... It's a sign, man. Maybe there's a defect with that mug. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to coffeeist. It is the coffee-flavored variety of Soylent. You can, you know, buy some right now. <laughs> the product packaging is uh, a huge turnoff to me. 
But again, it's this idea, if you want to save some time but get your caffeine on and you like the coffee flavor, you got your coffee-flavored Soylent. So it's it's that's what it is. It's it, it's a coffee version Soylent. It's mm-hmm. the same. It's the same meal replacement thing. But 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 it's but now it's in now with caffeine. Now, oh, and now and, with and coffee flavor. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So last hour, a paragraph of the article. While there's a lot one could say about coffee Soylent, in the larger scheme of things, while it appeals to the Soylent diehards who asked for it. It's also a relatively straightforward product even for messy, regular people who still have no real interest in optimizing the food out of most of their lives. Sometimes getting to the promised land happens only one step at a time. And basically the idea here is Soylent is not worth eating and neither is this drink, but we're getting somewhere. I don't know. I think think this this whole idea misses the point. no, think about it. What if you looked in your refrigerator and everything you had to make right now would take you 30 minutes? Mm-hmm. Or you could have a bottle of Soylent and, yeah, it's disappointing, but it's obligation-free. Yeah, but see, that, that, that views the whole, the whole process of eating and drinking as just – it's like going to the gas station and putting, it's in the and way. putting gas in my car. It, it, yeah, it's um, – I would – I would recommend that that um, anybody listening read the book "The Supper of the Lamb" by Robert Capon. By Robert Capon, C A P O N. It's a celebration of eating, and it's a celebration of eating and drinking frugally using techniques that that like Grandma used to do. You know, take a a big lamb, a lamb roast, and and yeah. and, and get like eight meals out of it. It argues that you know life isn't just about eating and drinking, but Life is about eating and drinking. Part of the journey. It's part of the joy of of living. Not just the eating and the drinking of it, but the preparation of said food too. You know, viewing it as as some sort of drudgery, like oh man, got to get one out more thing and to chop do. things up, and like, well, that's that's part of that's one of the joys of life. If it's not joyful to you, then then find a way to make it joyful. Find joy in it, other than just than just treating this like like whoop, I gotta. I got to carb up or I, I got to <laughs> fuel my protein tank or whatever. It's not just fuel for, for working and getting stuff done. It, it's part of life. I've wrestled with this a lot. I am all on board with handmade goods. Mm-hmm. But more often than not, I'm more willing to pay for it and let someone else do the work than actually do the work for myself in my kitchen. Yeah. So if given the choice of you can make coffee three or four times a day, by hand, and it's going to take you 20 minutes out of your day. Or you can spend $200 on equipment that will cut that down to five minutes a day and have the same quality, then I would totally do it. Mm-hmm. So the, the stuff like the hand grinders don't appeal to me as much. The stuff like you know making your own mashed potatoes by hand rather than using a mixer doesn't appeal to me so much. I'd rather spend the, the good money on the mixer yeah. to deal with making the mashed potatoes than doing it by hand. Yeah. But anything I can do to make it more efficient is what matters to me and still approximate good taste, good quality. So I think that this is this there's a tug of war here because some days you want that microwaved burrito just because you don't want to think about preparation and cooking time in the kitchen. Yeah, but... But then you sacrifice so much in your meal's quality. Oh, absolutely. Because you've gone too far. To me, this is all coming out of that 
millennial obsession with productivity and entrepreneurship. It's like I've often working wondered. 24-7 is like, I work more than you. You know, I, I started eight businesses and I'm more productive than you. And I can, <laughs> I, I, who cares, man? I, I, it's, it's, it's not what it's about. You didn't get that message from Generation Y or the baby boomers like you've got it from the millennials? Productivity, productivity, productivity. Yeah, maybe it's, but to me, it seems to be like amped up with the millennials. With the millennials more so than others. It's like they're trying to prove themselves or something. It seems to be a a major obsession with that generation. And maybe it was with every generation. I just never listened um, because I've never really been into the whole productivity track. And I think a lot of it has to do with the impact that the computers and the internet have made. Yeah, it does. I I mean, shaving 12 seconds off my day isn't, isn't all that attractive to me. It's, it's like, well, okay. It's, (laughs) I never felt it was wasted before, you know, now that I suddenly got 12 seconds back, what am I going to do with it? I'm going to ponder the fact that I have that 12 seconds and wasted anyway. Okay. Well, another confession to make, I am a millennial. And so this really speaks to me. This is convicting mm-hmm. because I, I'm caught between the, these two value systems. I love productivity. I've been gobbling it up for years, mm-hmm. decades. And I don't know why, reflecting on my own life, I realize that this is something that I have done as well. That well, I've It's the been white rabbit pers- too. I mean, you've, pursuing you've, you've never, you never get to the point where you're like, I am Super, I, I am as productive as I want to be. Well, what it has done is it has at times led to burnout, feeling like the, why even bother, yeah. overwhelmed, um, never going to add an extra you hour to the day. you 10 more things today than you did yesterday? That's still not enough. It does. Tomorrow, feel, do 20. It feels exactly like that. Yeah. And, and then there's those days when you question, do I even have the time to prepare the coffee today? Right. And then you know you've gone off the deep and, end, yes, for sure. You do. Yeah. You do. Coffee, man. Prioritize. Yeah, the coffee's got to come first. Down with soy. I don't know. I just the oh, if you're just doing stuff because I'm going to do it faster today than I did yesterday. Well, then then you're just. I mean, if that's your thing, fine. You know, okay. But there's no enjoyment there. There's no. There's no. Um, well, see, I th- you're absolutely I can't, right. I can't come up with another word well, than enjoyment. You, I think that deeper than that is satisfaction. There, there is no satisfaction there because I mean, you can prepare a a scrambled egg in the microwave <laughs> and you'll get the the mm-hmm. egg in your stomach yeah. and you'll ha- you'll be done with the meal and you'll get that out of the way and it's right. less messy it is efficient in so many ways yeah. but is it as satisfying as a well-made scrambled egg right or one sunny side up i mean it's, it, there's no comparison right and everybody knows that so the same thing is coming into every corner of life it's intruding on the concept of what what does handmade goods even stand for. Right. And it's interesting that something like Soylent and Coffeeest appeals to the to the hipsters because it doesn't feel like they're congruent products. You want your handmade coffee. This is this is the microwave for the 21st century. Right. This but is... the, the people who will sit down and study an AeroPress will also really get into Soylent on the other extreme. Right. I don't know why. Yeah. It's mixed up. Mm-hmm. They're not being consistent. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand any of it, quite frankly, but I do see the need for, sometimes you really do have to eat on the go or, or and, 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 you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, we've all ate TV dinners we're not proud of, but this, in my opinion, is probably superior to that. I would certainly not endorse Soylent. As an experiment, I would almost recommend it. Because there's there's possibilities here. 
Right. I mean, I've been drinking smoothies for years, and in part it's because it's a better dessert alternative yeah. or something like that, made with fresh fruits, Greek yogurt. I mean, come on, it yeah. is healthy for you, but yeah. I'm also drinking it because it's a treat. Right. It's better at the end of the day for my health than another bowl of ice cream. So I kind of feel like it's the same thing here. Like there is space for and this. It's not to replace all the yeah, other things that we do Yeah, and if that's the meals. way that it's being presented, I mean, I'm fine with that because because I, I want that every once in a while too. The mindset that I'm in disagreement with is the, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this every day for lunch so I don't have to stop. So I don't have to, so I can just keep plowing through my day and be super productive. And, and, and it's like, you know, sometimes being super productive doesn't mean being pr- super efficient. Or satisfied. Just not getting the value out of life. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I made a wonderful dinner for my wife for her birthday a couple of weeks ago. And it was something I'd never prepared before. It was something I had tried and I knew it was delicious. Ravioli. Chef Boyardee ravioli. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Van Halen. (laughs) It was better than that. And it was good. She loved it. But it was one of those things where it was really out of my element to get mm-hmm. into the kitchen, whip out all the ingredients to make the thing, and look at how much it costs. Yeah. And I shouldn't criticize it. Like, I should stop looking at the receipt. I should stop looking at the, the time on the clock. It's an event. It was a good one. Surprisingly, I think it's one of the birthdays we'll remember, and a lot of it had to do with that meal preparation. Yeah. yeah. I'm proud of what I accomplished, is what I'm saying. Good for you, Joe. I'm proud of all of you, all of the listeners. Y'all are amazing people. And you could have been way more productive in your preparation of said meal if you had eaten Soylent before. If, if I did that on my wife's it. birthday, I, I don't know that I'd have a wife anymore. <laughs> 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 Thanks for joining us for episode 71 of Top Brew. Show notes with links to everything that we discuss on the show is at topbrew.fm slash 71. Follow the show on Twitter. We are at Top Brew FM. And I'm also there as JCS Darnell if you want to catch up with me and talk about coffee. I am Joe Darnell. Thanks for listening to Top Brew. Mm-hmm.